So today, we're, we are going to be talking about how you can eliminate the mindset or the stuttering mindset that may be holding you back. That's what we're going to talk about. This is going to be a very simple webinar, a very simple training. And I'm going to give you the how. I'm going to give you a couple of steps that you can take towards the end that will help you eliminate the stuttering mindset. So one of the first things that we want to do is I just want to take a little poll, find out where you guys are at in terms of your mindset. Uh, so let me just go ahead and launch that poll right now for you. Okay, hopefully you all can see this, uh, whether you're on your, your mobile device or iPad or laptop. I know that a lot of you are on your mobile device. So go ahead, and those of you that can, respond to that poll. Go ahead and respond to that poll. And for those of you that can't see it, I'll just read it. How often, uh, actually it should say, how often do you anticipate? It says how often too. So forgive me for that. But how often do you anticipate stuttering or blocking? How often do you anticipate stuttering or blocking? So that's the question. And still have some people answering, so I'm going to let you go ahead and do that. So when we talk about mindset, what do you think we mean? I'm sure that, that you probably have a sense of what that means. You may know exactly what that means. But I want to look in the, in the chat box and ask you, uh, what does that mean when we say mindset? I, if someone says, I have a certain mindset or you have a certain mindset, what do you think it means to have a particular mindset? Go ahead and give me your responses. Uh, let me just take a few seconds to take a look at what you think what comes to mind when we say mindset? All right. Anyone else want to vote? Anyone else want to vote before I close out the poll? Okay. So let me just take a look here. Mindsets. What do we mean when we say mindset? Okay, so I'm just going to read off some answers. Belief. Thought that we think frequently. Belief. It's like in the song, I've got my mind set on you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How we approach a task. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. All right. Uh, an attitude or a mental state about something. Good, 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 good. What else? What else? Anything else? Okay. All right. So I'm going to end the poll. And what we have here is, so zero percentage of the people who answered said that they rarely, they rarely anticipate stuttering or blocking. Uh, 29% said sometimes, 59% said often, 12% said almost always. So most people said that they anticipate stuttering or blocking often. Most people said often. So let's talk about what we mean when we say mindset. And you guys were exactly right. When we talk about mindset, we're talking about an attitude. We're talking about often a fixed way of thinking, right? It, is, uh, it could be your, your pattern of thinking, your habitual way of thinking, your belief about something, right? All of those are words that can define mindset. If you think about mind and set, so it is, it is your mind, your thoughts, your belief, your attitude that is set in a certain way, almost set in cement. Now, it can be changed, but it's set, so it's kind of the way that we think. And so when we talk about a mindset of stuttering or a stuttering mindset, what we're talking about is that when a person believes and sees themselves and they have the attitude of a person who stutters, 
then they have the stuttering mindset. So they think of themselves as a person who stutters. And that is one of the most deadly mindsets you can have. And when I say deadly, I mean deadly to your potential and to your future. So to answer one of the questions, what is, what's the one mindset that you absolutely must change? That's what we had in the description. The one mindset that you absolutely must change is this mindset of seeing yourself and believing that you are a person who stutters. Now, I know that some of you are saying, well, Michael, how in the world can I change this mindset, this belief, these feelings, this sense, when that's all that I see, that's all that I know, that's all that I experience. When I go to ask a question, when I go to introduce myself, when I go to say something, I get the sensation like I'm not going to be able to say it. I anticipate, I think, I believe, and in fact I do, block or stutter, right? So when this happens, it simply reinforces and supports this mindset. So you're saying, well, how in the world can I just change the mindset? I've heard that before, but how do I change my mindset? We're going to talk about that today and give you some very specific steps for changing your mindset. And these are actually very simple steps that I know I'm confident that you can follow. Okay, so let's talk about some of the, the concepts. And this is going to be very practical. It's just not theoretical. Some of the concepts that support your mindset and how we can change it. So your mindset is your belief. It's your attitude. It's the way that you think, in this case, about yourself as a speaker. And so if you've been thinking and believing that you're a person who stutters, then you will continue to look for, and here's a key word. This is a key word here. You're going to continue to look for evidence, evidence that supports, evidence that supports. So you may hear me use the word belief instead of mindset, right? But we're going to be using them interchangeably, even though um, there is a distinction, but we can use them interchangeably today. So if you believe, if you have the mindset that you're a person who stutters, that you get stuck and someone wrote in and said, well, how do I stop blocking on certain consonants? Very, very common question. So certain consonants, certain vowel sounds, you know, A's or E's or B's or C's, or K's. How do I stop, right? That's mechanical and, and we will touch on that today, but it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that and you'll see why. So a person that believes that they are someone who stutters or struggles with their speech, right? Maybe you don't think you're a stutterer, maybe you just identify that you struggle with your speech. You're going to constantly, your brain is going to constantly be looking for evidence that supports that belief, right? You're going to find, you're going to look for evidence. Now, here's something that's very interesting, this word evidence, okay? This word evidence. And what I'm going to do real quick for you is I'm going to share my screen because I want to show you something. So if you just... Google, right? Evidence. Hopefully you can see this. It's, it's very, very interesting. It's very interesting. So look at this word evidence and look at some of the synonyms, right? Some of the synonyms. Proof, right? So we're going to write that one down because that's, that's a good one and we're going to talk about it. You're going to see why this is so important. So proof, another synonym that we see. Confirmation. Confirmation. We see verification, corroboration. Now, what's another word that we see there that you've heard me use, that we, we use a lot? What's that word? It's affirmation. How about that? Look at that. Affirmation. Now, why is that word important? And we'll talk about that. Evidence. So, in other words, if you believe that you're a person who stutters, you're going to look for evidence and you're going to find it 
that supports that belief, that fact you are a stutterer, that you struggle with your speech, that you can't say certain words and letters. I've had hundreds, if not thousands, let's just say hundreds of clients who have believed that they couldn't introduce themselves or they couldn't say certain letters. So for decades, they believed that they couldn't say certain letters, that they couldn't do certain things. And they looked for evidence, they found the evidence and supported that belief, right? It reinforced it. And so they continued to go through their life not being able to say certain things. But once we, using the Pro 980 speech system, once we were able to prove to them, and once they were able to prove to themselves, right, that they actually are able to say those words and letters, and they began to gather more and more proof to support that, right, to support that belief that I can say my name, I can say this, then what began to happen to their speech and what began to happen to their belief, and here's another important word, their self-image and self identity. Now, the reason that all of this stuff that we're talking about today is so important, I know some of you are looking for tactics, techniques, mechanics, and we're going to show you how to get those towards the end. But if you continue to go through your life tactic or technique driven, then there's always going to be times when that technique doesn't work, or when you have a bad speaking day. And then you're going to find that you go into a dip and some people just keep going into those dips their entire life. So they're always looking for new techniques and new tactics and, and new tools to help them say certain things. The fact is what you have to do is you have to change the way you see yourself, your belief, your speaking identity, because once you do that, then Whenever you have a disfluency, and you will, I do, everyone does, whenever you have one, it doesn't impact you the same way. You recover much quickly. Sometimes you don't even notice it, so therefore it doesn't impact you. And when that happens, everything changes. But when you see yourself, when you believe that you're a person who stutters, then you're constantly looking for evidence. And as soon as you have a disfluency, which you will, then you continue to believe, you continue to reinforce the belief, oh, see, I just got stuck again. Oh, see, I, didn't, I couldn't say that letter again. I couldn't introduce myself. And so you continue to reinforce that belief, and it becomes stronger and stronger, and it becomes your reality. Does this make sense? So it's very important that we change the belief. We change the way we see ourselves. We change literally our identity, how we identify ourselves who we identify ourselves as. We need to change that so that when we go through those dips, which is perfectly normal, when we have those disfluencies, which is perfectly normal, they simply don't impact us in the same way. But not only that, here's the good news, and we're going to get to exactly why. What, what begins to happen is you simply have less of those disfluencies, right? And we'll talk about exactly why in just a moment. So does this make sense? All right. Does this make sense? Okay. So how do we and why should we find evidence that supports a new belief, a new self-image, a new identity of ourselves? So are we all in agreement that in fact, what we really want to do is we want to be able to see ourselves differently. We want to believe that we are not people who are trying to stop stuttering, not people who are trying to stop struggling, not people who are trying to say our names. Oh, I just want to be able to say my name. I want to be able to say A's and B's. I want to be able to order the food that I want. We don't want to see ourselves like that. We want to see ourselves as people who are excellent speakers, superior communicators, amazing speakers, people who can connect, people who when we speak, people listen to us. They enjoy listening to us, right? We want to see ourselves as people who speak smoothly. So people, wow, and I really like to hear that person speak. We speak fluently, right? We speak clearly, calmly, confidently, right? 
that's who we want to see us. We want to believe that that's who we are and we, that's who we want to be. So what do we have to do to achieve that? What we have to do is we have to begin to build a case for that kind of a belief, right? For that kind of an identity, self-image. We have to build a case. So we have to gather evidence that supports this. We have to gather evidence. So remember I told you that this is a very important word here. We want to gather evidence that supports this new belief. So how do we gather evidence? What is evidence? Well, proof. It's confirmation. It's affirmation. So one of the first ways, one of the first ways, now here comes the how. Here comes the how. One of the first ways that we can begin to build a case for your being an excellent speaker, an amazing speaker, is by what we say, okay, by what we say, by what we say internally and what we say externally, okay, so what we think and what we say verbally, what we articulate. Now, let me just give you some examples. So as I'm talking to some of my clients, initially, they will say things like, in fact, I'm just going to put down a list of words that people use. I'm going to flip the page over here so I can write high. Let's skip over this for now. So here are a list of words that people sometimes use when they are talking about themselves in reference to their speech. Okay, here's some words that people often use. They use my problem, for example. They say my stutter. Sometimes they say I, always, right? I never, or I can never. They say I can never say whatever. I always block on, right? My stuttering, and sometimes they say, my stuttering problem is, so these are just some words. You can come up with your own. In fact, go ahead and type some in there. What are some things that maybe you say when you are talking about how you speak? And while a lot of you probably don't talk about it a lot, which is good, but when you do, sometimes you own it. You say my, you say I, so you identify it with yourself. You identify this with who you are, not just something that you do, but actually who you are. It's mine. I am, and it's something that sounds permanent. I never, I can never, I always get stuck. Every time I, I always, right? These are, these are words that people use. So when we say those words, what we're doing is we're saying, this is who I am, right? This is how I see myself, this is how I identify myself. Well, why is that? That doesn't just come from nowhere. It comes from evidence that you, or proof that you have seen over the years, right? That whenever I go to order food, I always get stuck, or I usually get stuck, right? Or I sometimes get stuck. Or whenever I go to introduce myself, I often block, or I often get stuck. So these kinds of things. So it doesn't just come from nowhere. It comes from proof or evidence that you've experienced in the past, right? Then let's go back again and say, how do we change this? We change this, number one, by changing what you say about yourself in reference to speech, what you say and what you think. Now, I know some of you found that you don't actually say in your mind, oh, I know I'm going to get stuck. That doesn't always happen. Sometimes it's a sensation. You're, you want to say something and you have the sensation that it just won't come out, that you're going to get stuck. How many of you have ever experienced that? Go ahead and real quick for me, type in uh, yes, if you've ever just, you didn't say it, you didn't really think it, like, okay, I know I'm going to get stuck. Yes, that happens. But sometimes it's just a sensation of feeling like, oh, here comes that word, or I know I'm going to get stuck, or you just feel it. Uh, here are some other things that people have said. You said that uh, 
I'm unable to speak in public. Yes, I am a stutterer. Yes, absolutely. So these are other phrases, words that people use to identify. I am a, right? Or I'm unable to. Okay, so back to this. Now, so then what happens is you get this sensation and because of that sensation, because of that, that feeling or that sense, you actually do get stuck. You actually do block. You actually do have a difficult time saying whatever that is. So how do we change that? One of the ways that we do is we start by changing our language, by changing our words. So here are some things that you can say, and you've heard these in my videos, and if you're taking my self-study course, then you also have a list of affirmations that we've given you. And so you want to change your language, change what you say, change how you speak to yourself. So here are some things you can say, and here are some things that I don't want you to say. Don't try not to use the word stuttering in reference to yourself. Number one, try not to use the word blocking in reference to yourself. Why? Those are, those are both technical words, they, but both may be accurate, and even the word stammering, right? And any other word that's clinical, that's technical, might be technically correct. You don't want to use those in reference to yourself because what you're doing is you are identifying with those words. You're identifying with stuttering and blocking. You're identifying yourself as a person who stutters and blocks. So you have to stop using those words. Instead, if you have to articulate or say something, just simply say something like, well, you know, sometimes I struggle with my speech a little, or sometimes I get stuck. My favorite word is, I get stuck. So, oh, I got stuck on that word. I got a little stuck yesterday. Sometimes I get stuck, right? Sometimes I get stuck. Not I always get stuck. Right? So sometimes. So you use the word stuck, getting stuck, got stuck, sometimes I get stuck. Makes sense. Because everyone gets stuck sometimes. Everyone struggles from time to time. So when you use those words, you soften it, you are disassociating yourself from the technical terminology and giving yourself an opportunity to grow beyond that, right? But when you say stutter and I'm, and th then you're holding on to that identity, which we have to let go of. So you start by changing your language. And the first thing is you stop using those words in reference to yourself. You don't even think them. So what do you do instead? Well, you say certain things about your speech. And here are some things that you can say to yourself help you identify this new identity. You can say things like, I am, right? Or I always. So I am an amazing example, right? I always speak smoothly. Those are just a couple of examples. A couple of examples. Uh, again, those of you who are taking the self-study, if you're not, then you want to take the self-study. We'll provide you a link a little later. These are just a couple of affirmations. Now, some of you may struggle with saying I am, right? So you can say I can be or I am becoming. You can say I am becoming an amazing speaker. That's okay. But it's better if you can say, I am. When you say, I am, this says, you know, I am the kind of person who is an amazing speaker. This, so you're changing your identity in part by changing what you say about yourself. I always speak smoothly. So you're saying, I'm the kind of person who always speaks smoothly. So you're literally changing the way you talk about yourself. And therefore, you're changing the way you see yourself. So here's the step. Here's the step. Now don't miss this. You change what you say to yourself, right? So therefore, every single day, you want to say these affirmations. Why? Because these affirmations are providing proof that you are becoming and that you are an amazing speaker. So let's go back. A synonym for evidence is affirmation, proof, right? When you say it, what you're doing 
is you're building a case with evidence, with proof that in fact you are an excellent speaker, right? You're proving your new way of thinking and your new self-image and your belief. Does that make sense? You're proving it by what you're saying to yourself because it's been working in reverse, right? It's been working in the opposite direction for the past X number of decades for you've been thinking and you've been proving to yourself that you always get stuck. So now we have to change that. And the first way we change it is by our speech, by what we say. And the first step there is to stop saying these other things and start saying things that support your new belief, right? You have to start speaking and saying things that support your new belief. All right. Now, what else? So here's some words that are very important to evidence as well. Uh, trust, faith, belief. What do I mean by that? Trust, faith, and belief. So let's write those down here. We got trust, faith, and belief. We already have belief up there. So when you get to the place where you trust yourself, we'll talk about how you can get to that place where you trust, you trust that you're able to do something. So if you, in fact, have evidence that supports the fact that you can introduce yourself, that you can say certain words and letters, if there's evidence that that's true, even if it's a little bit of evidence, right, that sometimes... I actually am able to say these words. That gives you a little bit of proof, right? A little confirmation that that's true. So then you begin to have faith, hope, to believe, you know what? I don't always get stuck on this. There are times where I can say this. You begin to trust that, you know what? When I do these things, I actually can say these words. Okay, when I, so you, you begin to trust yourself. And when you begin to trust yourself, you increase yourself what? Now, I want you to type this one in. Yes, someone actually put uh, another comment in here. I am a genius at speaking. Yes, we need to do a whole webinar on that one. Absolutely. So when you begin to trust, have faith, and believe that you are able to speak smoothly, Let's just stick with speaking smoothly. When you trust that you can do it, even sometimes, what does that increase? It increases your what? Let me see if you guys can get this. Type it in to the chat box. I'm going to wait. I don't want to give you the answer to this one until someone types in. It increases your self what? In fact, if you look this word up, you're going to find these words. Trust, faith, belief, right? self Confidence, exactly. It does increase your self-esteem as well. They're all connected, but your self-confidence. Now, how many of you have had experiences where you felt confident and spoke better? Now, I know that this is true. It doesn't mean it's always true, but it's often true. It's more true than not. There have been times, and I've had people who have watched my videos, and because of their hope and their confidence increased, they went fluent for anywhere from a day to a month or more. Totally fluent. How is that possible? Something called the placebo effect. We'll do a webinar on that because the placebo effect is not fake. It's real because it really did happen, right? But what happened is the person somehow from somewhere became confident that they were able to speak well, and they did. How in the world is that possible? Well, a lot of this kind of discusses that, but we'll have to do a webinar on that so that you can learn how to use the placebo effect in your favor to help you launch into smoother speech, right? So trust, faith, belief equals, let's just call this self-confidence. Now, what this means is that the more confident you are in yourself, the more likely it is that you will believe and that you will look for and that you will see evidence that supports that. So the more you trust that, you know what, I can say that I can speak a little smoother. 
And then you continue to look for evidence that supports that I can speak smoother, at least sometimes. And as you look for that evidence, you feel more confident, you feel better, your esteem goes up. And because you feel more confident, it's a cycle, you actually find that you speak a little smoother, which gives you more support. It's more evidence that you can speak smoother. Do you see where I'm going, right? So then the more you speak smoother and the more you look for evidence, the more confident you feel, the more confident you feel, the smoother you speak, and the more support you're gathering for the evidence that supports your new belief, okay? So the reason that this stuff is so important is because when you're when you're just focused on using techniques and the techniques don't work, then the bottom drops out. We have to go deeper. We have to go to your mindset. We have to go to your self-image, your identity, and change that. How do you change it? Well, it starts with what you don't say. You don't say these things. And what you do say, you start saying things about yourself and your ability to speak that represents your ideal your self-ideal, the person that you want to become, your new belief, your new identity. You start saying things that supports that. Here's the second thing. You begin to do things that create the evidence that supports that new belief. So first we said you say things, right? Now we're going to say you start to do things that supports that you can speak smoothly. How do we do that? How do we actually start? So in other words, if I were going to summarize it, I would just say you, you start to speak smoothly, right? Because every time you experience yourself speaking smoothly, you're building a case for your new belief. You are actually providing evidence that, wow, I'm speaking smoothly now. So your brain literally goes back, captures that memory and says, oh, we just spoke smoothly. Now, your job is to create more and more of those memories, right? Create more and more of those memories, which is just building evidence for the case of you being a smooth speaker, all right? So how do we start speaking smooth? Well, here's what you're going to need to do. Number one, stop fearing and start cheering your own speech. Stop fearing, start cheering. So how do you start cheering your own speech? You have to create successful speaking experiences. I talk about this in my how to retrain your brain. That series is a part of our self-study course. So if you don't have the self-study, then you need to get that. All right, so you, you start creating successful speaking experiences and memories. Now, in my program and in some of my videos uh, that you'll even find on YouTube, you're gonna find me talking about things like modeling, uh, airflow, sometimes we call it airflow linking, You'll hear me talk about extending and blending to maintain airflow. You'll hear me talk about inflecting, modulating your voice. You'll, you'll hear me talk about articulating or finishing your words. These are all skills that very successful, very good speakers use, great speakers use all of these things, right? They maintain airflow. They have a nice rhythm and flow. They articulate, inflect, they use body language. They finish their words. They articulate, they enunciate, right? So what I found is that many of my clients initially find one skill or two skills that gives them more than 80% of their results. This is what we do when we're coaching. We focus in on the one or two skills that gives them the most results and they focus on those skills initially. That's like level one, we call that level one. Level two is where they don't really have to focus on skills, they actually move into modeling where if you focus on your model, you use the skills automatically. Okay, I did a whole video on that, so I want you to go back and watch that video. I'll send you a link to it. So what you select one of those videos, just go back, I'll send you some links. You want to look at those videos and you want to see, hey, what's the one skill that helps me the most? If, if it's maintaining airflow, maintain. If it's finishing my words, okay, finishing my words. That's what helps me the most. And when you focus on that one skill, or if it's modeling, right? You focus on modeling. Focus on that one skill in one conversation every day, right? Even the first minute or two of that conversation. So here's the second step. The second step for you to eliminate 
the stuttering mindset, remember the first step was to change what you say, right? your affirmations, what you say. The second step is to actually create successful speaking experiences because this becomes your proof, your evidence that in fact you can do it, right? So how do we create more successful speaking experiences which become your memories? Well, one way is you take one skill, one technique from Pro90D and you focus on it each day in at least one conversation for the first part of that conversation. It could be just one or two minutes. Does that make sense? So it's something very small, very simple that in fact you can do. And what you will find that if you do this and you do it consistently, you'll begin to stop fearing and start cheering your speech. You'll actually begin to see that it's possible. Now, here's what you have to guard against. You have to guard against saying, well, yes, I was able to do that for a minute or two, but then I got stuck the rest of the time. That doesn't matter. Of course, you're going to get stuck the rest of the time, right? What we're doing is we're just building consistency and evidence that, in fact, uh, using your own mind and using your intention, you were able to speak smoothly for at least one or two minutes, right? And once you say, okay, wow, I was able to do that. So if I'm able to do it for one or two minutes in one conversation, maybe I can expand it to three minutes. Maybe I can expand it to five minutes. Maybe I can expand it to two conversations. So do you see how when you do this, you're actually building a case for yourself instead of against yourself? What many people do is they build cases against themselves every single day. I bet you that many of you, if not, if not almost all of you, are building cases against yourself by looking for evidence that supports your current belief about who you are as a speaker, your current self-image, your current identity. You, you literally look for evidence that supports it. So what we want to do is change that. We want you to look for evidence that supports your new way, which means looking for just one small little micro, right, improvement. And then, and forgetting the rest, forgetting the rest. Now, this is where modeling comes in. This is why modeling is so powerful, more powerful than the techniques, than the individual techniques. Because when you focus on your model, you stop focusing on yourself. You stop focusing on, oh, I'm going to get stuck on that. I'm going to get stuck on this. How no, you focus, how would my model say this? Doesn't mean you won't get stuck while you're modeling sometimes. But the more you focus on how your model speaks and on speaking like your model, the more evidence, right? The more evidence you build to support your new belief, your new mindset. And once you get that momentum going, once you see that you're speaking well and you start to believe it, you start to trust yourself, as I put on the other slide there, you start to trust yourself, your self-confidence goes up. When your confidence goes up, you feel better and you speak better. When you speak better, your self-confidence goes, so it's a cycle, right? You've said that before. You see how this works? So yes, you're gonna have your dips. You're gonna be excited, you're gonna find it, okay, yeah, man, I was able to speak well, and then you're gonna have a dip. Just expect that. It's okay, I'm just gonna go back and I'll create another speak. I do this all the time in Spanish. Sometimes I can't say what I wanna say when I wanna say it. So I keep hammering, I keep looking for a way to say what I want to say. And once I get it, I go, boom, I did it. I was able to say that. I forget about all the times where I, just in that conversation, there's a whole bunch of times where I couldn't say what I want. I'm just looking for the one where I can. And it's okay, I was able to do that. Let me try it again. Let me try it again. And then I build a momentum. And all of a sudden, I find I'm speaking more and more fluently. Okay? But if I were to just focus on, oh, look at that. I couldn't say, yeah, I said it the one time, but I couldn't say it all these other times. I get discouraged, I'd avoid, so I wouldn't create opportunities for myself to build evidence for the case that I'm a, a smooth, fluent speaker in Spanish. Does all of this make sense? So let me summarize, and then we're going to wrap up, and we're going to let um, Tom just share a couple of things with you. The mindset, your mindset is what drives everything. When you're looking for tactics, for mechanics. Mechanics are important. If all you're focused on are the mechanics, what's gonna happen is when you have dips in your speech, 
when you get stuck, when you're not able to say what you want to say, when you have a bad conversation or a bad day, that is going to bring you down. It's going to pull you back, right? You're going to go through the cycle for years. I've seen people do it. But when you change your speaking identity and you change your speaking self-image and you see yourself as becoming an excellent speaker, an amazing speaker, as a genius at speaking, someone that people love to speak with, when you see yourself that way, then you identify yourself as, you know, I am the kind of person who just speaks smoothly, who speaks well. And so when you get stuck, it's like, okay, just got stuck. Why did I get stuck? Was I rushing? Was I nervous? Is there anything I could have done about it? Yes or no. Sometimes it just happens. Okay, let's just forget about it. Let's just move on, right? doesn't impact you as much. You recover much faster when you change your speaking identity. That's who you identify yourself as when you change your belief about yourself as a speaker. So the person says, well, how do I do that? Well, you do that first by changing what you say internally and externally. Don't identify yourself as a stutterer. Don't use uh, technical clinical words. I stutter and blocking and so forth, right? Because you can't use those words about yourself and at the same time say that you're an excellent speaker or a smooth speaker, an amazing speaker, because guess which one is going to win? The one that's identifying with stuttering because that's the one that's current. So you got to start saying about yourself the kind of person or saying words, using phrases that represent the kind of person you want to become, right? So it starts with what we say to ourselves, what we think, right? We didn't really get into the thinking part. It's a whole nother webinar, but also what you say internally, okay? What you repeat to yourself internally. And the second step was to create more and more successful speaking experiences. It's all about repetition. The more times you repeat a successful speaking experience, the more of them you have. And the more of them you have, the more trust you have, the more proof you have, the more confidence you have. And this is with anything, not just with speech, right? Anything, public speaking, anything, anything, anything. <laughs> the more repetitions of success you have, then the more you trust, the more confidence you have, and the better you become at it. So then the next question is, well, how do I create these successful speaking experiences when I get stuck? Well, you find a model, you find a skill or a technique or a tool that works for you, and there are skills and techniques and tools and models that will work for you. That's what the Pro 90 Speech System does. So it gives you the tools and gives you a model for you to pattern yourself after, and it works, right? And then you break it down and you look for the very, very smallest success, very smallest success, and you focus on that small success and on how you can repeat it. So remember, I said, pick the one skill that helps you the most and repeat it at least once a day, one conversation, even if it's for just one minute, and you do that consistently, okay? And if you do this, I can promise you that what you're going to do is create a track record. You're going to start building a case for yourself as opposed to building one against yourself. You're going to slowly start to see, actually, it's not that slow. You'll, you'll start to see your identity, your image, and then your speech change. We're not just talking about making internal uh, emotional, psychological change, your action is actually going to impact your speech, okay? And that's what we're after as well. So here's some things for you to think about, and, and I'm going to, if, if Tom is available here, let me see if I can get to him. I'm going to give Tom an opportunity. A couple of things that you want to think about is, number one, if you have been watching my videos and on my list and, and you haven't taken the self-study and you're not doing the coaching or whatever, even if you are doing the self-study and you found that it's been inconsistent, we find that people who do the coaching can improve 10 times faster. So that means that I've seen that people who have been working on their own have found that their progress has been inconsistent. There are various reasons for that. 
when they start in a systemized approach, a systematic approach, it increases, it accelerates their progress. When they work with me as a coach, it can accelerate their progress by 10 times. So that means if they've been working for uh, three years, it can take them three months to get beyond where they had been working three years on their own. I've seen this time after time after time after time. So if you want to accelerate your progress, right, then what you're going to need to do is you're going to want to work with me personally. If you want it to be slower, but you can still get there, then you'll want to work on your own. So then you'll want to do the self-study. Some of you may live in places where you can't afford the coaching. At least do the self-study. At least do the self-study and work on it vigorously. But many of you are in a position where, in fact, you can do the coaching. We have new programs that are out. Uh, many of you are in places where, if you think about it, over the last couple of years, you have to ask yourself, have I spent $1,000? Have I spent $2,000 on anything, on vacations, on TVs, on whatever, on other programs? And am I where I want to be now? Right? So then you just ask yourself and say, where do I want to invest my money? And is Pro90D going to give me a real return on my investment? Uh, so there's a social, emotional return, and then there's also a financial return. If you improve your speech and you're able to communicate better, and I always say this, you have two people equally qualified, and one person used to stutter, but they don't stutter anymore, their speech is okay. Other person used to stutter, now they're an excellent speaker. Well, who's going to get the job? The person who's an excellent speaker, right? So Pro90D is an investment for you. And I'm just going to let Tom kind of share a little bit about his experience and why this part is so important. So I want you to stay tuned here because all of this is, this is tied to changing your identity and how you can do it, okay? Uh, Tom, let's see if we can get you in here. Uh, give me just a moment. I'm just going to make you, Tom, see if you can turn on your video. I'm going to just go ahead and make you the host. Um, all right. Tom, can you hear me? Are you there? He might be having some trouble trying to get his video started. There we go. Okay, good. You finally let me in. <laughs> I was a mental prisoner, <laughs> a video prisoner. <laughs> hey, everyone. Great to be here with you all. Um, many of you may know me. Many of you may not. Just to give you a quick, super quick bio, I'm a life purpose coach. I specialize and helping professionals like many of you focus on what matters most. Don't tell anyone that my favorite coaching client is Michael Williams. He's a great guy, you know, he doesn't, doesn't really show it, but super guy, great purpose. And you all know that his purpose is helping professionals like you stop stuttering and say what you want to say, right? So I love his purpose, love this work, and it's great to be partnering with him in the Pro90D Smooth Speech System. I like to say that Pro90D is the fastest, easiest way, as Michael says, to smooth speech that lasts, right? So this is no gimmick. This is no trend. This is no one, one and done, but only done for a few days, as some of you may have experienced. You know, the Pro90D system is about lasting smooth speech. And I wanted to add a little bit of a dimension to the mindset discussion. And Michael touched on this in different ways, but just kind of aligns with, with my work and I think will be helpful for you, is, you know, we can also think of mindset as a way that we tend to focus our attention, right? A way that we tend to focus our attention. Just another way of saying, you know, our attitude towards something, our disposition towards something, our inclination towards something, our way of thinking about something. For me, it's simpler and more impactful to think of it as a way I focus attention is my mindset. 
And a lot of that's automatic. So I'd like to ask you, what is easier? What's more automatic for you? And just type yes if it's more automatic for you to focus your attention on stuttering. Which, by the way, I assume is what you really don't want in your life. So I'll give you all a second to do that. As you're doing that, start thinking about this question. Is it easier for you and more automatic to focus on smooth speech, on being a smooth speaker? And whether or not you're typing it in, I hope you're thinking of it to yourself and noticing that there might be a little bit of a divide, a little bit of a gap between those two, right? Maybe you want to be focusing a lot more attention on being a smooth speaker, but you find yourself focusing a lot of attention on being a stutterer. So, you know, I think of stuttering as something you probably don't want in your life and smooth speech as something you probably really want. So back to my work, which is helping people focus on what matters most, what they really want in your life. It's obvious we want to be focusing more of our attention on what we want, right? We want to be focusing more of our attention on smooth speech and not focusing our attention on stuttering. But I'm sure you've noticed time and time and time again, the focus on stuttering is automatic. It's just there. The focus on smooth speech, you have to make it happen. And it seems like you have to will it into existence. And Michael speaks about this a lot, right? If you're locked up in the techniques and the strategies, which can be vital in your journey, but if you're a prisoner to that, then you're not able to really stay focused on the smooth speech journey. And I want to really bring our attention to this because a lot of us might be going through this struggle of, well, I get a little better, then it gets worse again. Oh, I'm doing well. Why did I have another bad day? And we can't figure out really what's going on. But it is one way to look at it is we're simply not able to maintain our focus of attention on what we want on what matters most to us, on speaking smoothly. Because our attention is so absorbed in the stuttering and focusing on what we don't want, focusing on what doesn't matter to us, right? Now you might be thinking, well, that's great, Tom, but how do I change that? And Michael gave a lot of great tips. And ultimately, it boils down to you being able to take these strategies and embed them in your life so that they become your focus, so that smooth speech is your focus. And most of us need help with that, right? We need help along the journey. And I know there's some people in this group who are in the coaching, for example, and I wanna to touch on that in a moment. I wanted to say one more thing about this in terms of focusing attention. When we focus attention on stuttering, we're actually putting attention on an identity of being a stutterer. That's just the truth, right? If that's where our focus is, then our, we are focusing our attention on and affirming I'm a stutterer. And that's just what's happening. You know, you're not intending to do that, but the more we put our attention there, we are affirming that's what we are, right? Likewise, once we're able to focus our attention on smooth speech, then our attention becomes on the identity of a smooth speaker, right? And it follows that we are affirming we're a smooth speaker. So again, I know that's where you want to go. And you might be in the middle of this struggle now, but I hope you can appreciate where I'm coming from. And it's just, you know, it's just following on to what Michael has said, but I'm just using this word focus 
and this word attention, and this notion of what matters most to us. So, because when you can get and stay focused on the smooth speaker identity, right, then and only then, right, when you're able to make that shift, are we actually able to start letting go of the stutterer identity, right? I hope you can see that that's actually true, right? It doesn't work too well to focus on stop stuttering and then voila, we're a smooth speaker, right? We have to focus on being the smooth speaker because it requires that to happen for that identity to shift. It requires consistent, sustained focus, right? Ongoing, every day, that practice that Michael speaks to all the time, the kind of practice we need to keep drilling in over and over and over. And if that's left to willpower, right, then it's going to be virtually impossible to overcome those automatic tendencies, right? So I'd like to ask you to really, really consider the private coaching journey, right? Michael and I are talking about the fastest, easiest way to get to smooth speech. Pro90D has been all about that from the beginning. And I think he mentioned that we're in the process of creating a system that's even faster. I mean, it's obviously built on this system. It's taking this system that is proven and coming at it from a new perspective that will enable you to more quickly, more easily take this journey of smooth speech. And it still requires focused attention. So I just want to pose it to you. If you are really interested in getting smooth speech fast and easy, I want to ask you, how many of you feel like you're still waiting? Or, no, I'll just wait a little longer. Right? You want it fast and easy, but your attention has kept you in the waiting space, in the waiting room. Right? Because now part of you might be saying, well, we're going to wait for this thing that's coming up. It's going to be faster and easier. The reality is the fastest, easiest way to smooth speech is to join the coaching now, right? Because everything we're going to be talking about in this new system, Michael can bring that to you right now in the coaching. We just don't have it organized into a system we can deliver to you yet as a, as a package per se. But if you stepped into the coaching today, you would be stepping into the fastest, easiest way to smooth speech. So I have to ask, why focus on waiting? Why put the attention on waiting? Now, I'm going to wrap this up by saying I know for many of you, the first thing comes up, well, I'm not waiting. I just don't have the money, right? That's usually one of the major excuses. And I'm going to use the word excuse. Because we're talking to professionals here. And I know you're all over the world and people are making different incomes and I get that. But I also, I would bet that if you're a professional, then you are in a position where you have the capacity to get greater income where you work. You have the ability, I'm sure you have the smarts. I'm sure you have the intelligence. I'm sure you have the the ability to do what you need to do to get the income you deserve, but you're not because of your speech, right? Because you can't have that conversation you need to have with your boss, because you're not able to lead the team meetings that you would need to lead in order to get that pay raise, right? Because you're not able to even be in the career you want to be in, for example, because your speech is holding you back, whatever it is. If you're a professional, I know this to be true. Because if you're a professional, there's no such thing as a dead end. You keep up-leveling. You keep going. You keep moving. Even if it's not about the income, 
you're going to keep up-leveling your service. And that generally comes with more income. So I want to bring up something here to wrap this up that Michael brought up the other day. He gave a great talk to his local audience in Florida, in Tampa Bay, Florida. And he mentioned something that I thought was brilliant. And I'm going to bring it up now. For any of you who are waiting because you're not getting paid enough, and therefore you don't have enough money to invest in the coaching. And you might want to check out his YouTube video. But one of the things Michael spoke to was this brilliant acronym. I love acronyms. I was all over this. This acronym is PAID, P-A-I-D. And I'm trying to remember exactly what it said, but based P is passion, having passion, right? Now think about that. If speech is not an issue, how much more easily will you be able to have passion about your work? Wow. I mean, that seems huge for me right there. The A, affirm or authority, right? So again, going back to affirming yourself. If you're focusing on being a stutterer, you're affirming the identity of a stutterer. If you're focusing on smooth speech, you are affirming yourself as a smooth speaker. That's huge. And guess what? You're not going to get to the authority you want to get to, likely, if you don't have that kind of affirmation, the affirmation of a smooth speaker, right? And you may have gotten to great places where you are right now, right? In your, in your life, in your career, because you have that professional mindset because you broke through barriers regardless of your speech. And that's awesome. And it's totally fine to keep doing that. This is for people who actually want <laughs> to stop stuttering and say what you want to say and keep up leveling from there, right? And the last letter, so wait, I'm sorry, P, passion, A, affirm, and authority. I was impact, making an impact through your speech, right? Through your work and through your speech. And I'd also like to add the word influence, impact or influence. For me, influence, impact just sounds really hard. Influence, right? Or impact in your work. And lastly, and this is the important one for you right now, decisiveness. Decisiveness, right? What does it require to act fast? Decisiveness. So I love this acronym, PAID, and basically it sums it up. If you want to get paid <laughs> what you deserve in your work in the world, then come up with the relatively small amount, really, in the scheme of things. I mean, you look at your life and what it's taken to get where you are and where you want to go and what it's a different difference it's going to make with your speech. Think of a way to come up with the way to pay for the coaching. It's so worth it, and there are plenty of testimonials to this point in Michael's world. So I hope you'll think about it. I hope you'll join us. I hope you'll join an assessment session. Michael said he's going to have a link here somewhere. I guess it's here. I don't see it. So um, I'm sure if, if it's not here right now, he'll put it up. Hope that was helpful for you guys. Keep focusing on what matters most. Keep speaking up. And it's great to connect with you all. Good to be with you, Michael. Hey, Tom. Thanks. I'm going to try to get my video back here. Can't start because the host. Okay. Can you, do you see where you can, where you can start my video? Um, if not, yeah, because I moved, I made you the host. I didn't mean to kick you out, man. No, no. Why you disappear on me? Let's see. <laughs> so just uh, play around with that for just oh, a second. Oh, make host. I just, there we go right there. I'm making you host. That's the only way I know to do it. See you guys. Okay. Great, great. So we're going to wrap up now, but I just wanted, there's a couple of questions that I wanted to address. Someone I was posting the question and answer about the Hollins Institute, which has been around for a long time. And they mentioned, hey, you know, I know that you want people to be successful and that you're talking about the psychological aspect of, of speech and stuttering, uh, but it's also physiological. Now, those of you that have been following me for years know that Pro90D deals with both what? The psychological and the physiological, we get down into the neuroscience and neuroplasticity of changing the way you speak. 
So this is not just psychological, but, and I'm not gonna recommend another institute, but I know that they're a solid institute and there are many other ones out there and you all have the freedom to go and to investigate and choose any uh, organization that you believe can help you best. And it may not be pro 90 D. This is not for everyone, but the, the message I don't want you to get is that we're all psychological, but we know that a big part of it is psychological. So this webinar deals with just that, but we have entire courses and programs that deal with the physiological dimensions of speech. Here is the problem with that. If you focus on just one, then you're not, getting everything that you need. This is the reason why uh, often speech therapists will actually refer people where? To me, because they've worked with people on the physiological side and it's not enough because a part of it is psychological. Or there's people who work just on the psychological side, that's not enough. So I'm saying this to answer your question that we address both physiology and psychology, you're just happen, happening to see one aspect of it in this webinar. We can't cover everything in every single webinar and every single video that we do. That would be kind of ridiculous. So for sure, if someone wants to check out the Hollins Institute or any other institute that you believe can help you, please do that. But just know that we are holistic and we deal with everything, including the neurobiology uh, the neurological side of smooth speech. So Tom, thank you so much. Thank all of you uh, for being here with us today. Uh, the, the new approach that Tom is talking about is built on top of Pro90D and essentially we'll be giving you six steps that you can do and you can smooth out your speech in as little as 12 minutes a day. So this is the fastest, easiest way to smooth out your speech, to stop stuttering and start being able to say what you want, when you want, the way you want. And no, it's all not psychological. It's both. We deal with both. Okay. So with that being said, understand that the fastest way is to get started now with the coaching and I'll be delivering you these six steps that's coming out in our new approach. This new approach won't be out for probably another couple of months. So if you want to get started and you want to start moving forward quickly, then you're going to want to engage me in coaching now. And the link is there for you to see. We'll be sending you out an email shortly with a replay. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Myra, our assistant. Thank all of, your, uh, thank all of you for your comments, and we'll see you soon.